Welcome to Emotional Support Water Bottle with Hannah and Ailish. I'm Hannah. And I'm Ailish. Well, I feel like I had a lot of topics written down. Oh, one thing that was random that I thought would be an interesting discussion. Um, I saw this girl on TikTok and she was like this typical baddie. And I'd say she's probably like younger than us, like early to mid 20s at the oldest. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of tattoos, which is fine, but like definitely more of that like hard masculine energy. I'm one of the guys, Mm -hmm. you know, and she the video that came up on my feed was her saying Like, I'm recognizing this in myself and it hasn't, it's not serving me anymore or it hasn't been serving me well. And I want to get more in touch with my feminine side and my Mm. feminine energy. (coughs) And it was just really interesting because she's like, I don't know if other women can relate to this. And it's like, you know, being a lot more girly and stuff like that. And a lot of people could, a lot of women could, because she had a ton of comments and views and stuff. But then I looked at her page and I mean, she really was that typical. I mean, all I can like really say is like that baddie that it's like, oh, I don't really get along with girls. Like all my friends are guys. I'm just one of the guys. And Mm. I mean, she still was beautiful, but you know, it was like, I just put on my eyeliner and my baby tea and... You know, I'm I'm hot, but like, I don't want to hang out. I'm like unattainable kind of, mm-hmm. you know. And she's been going on this TikTok journey of just totally like feminizing herself and like really taking it seriously and trying to read books and listen to podcasts and trying to get in tune with this mm. different energy. And I kind of wanted to know what you think about that. Not that we, I don't think we ever were like on the herd side of things, (laughs) but it just was interesting. Yeah, I definitely feel like there are, like, I feel like during turn to 30, (laughs) I just feel like I feel more in touch as like a woman and like care more about what womanhood means Mm -hmm. and what girlhood means than I have in the past. I definitely feel like there's been times where you just don't feel comfortable in your skin. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, am I too boyish? Am I too, like, am I not? You know, like sometimes you just, just feel really uncomfortable in your skin. But I also feel like with like these, you know, the gender stereotypes Mm -hmm. are really hard too, because you can it's like we can't handle when people are both or right. like if they're too one way or not enough the other way like I even too like when we were growing up like being too feminine was always like the evil yeah. person or like the mean girl yeah. and the nerdy girl was always cooler and stuff and I feel like we're becoming more accepting of like no it's okay to be girly and like girly stuff yeah. And so that probably is like a journey that would be really interesting for this girl. And maybe she even, like you said, she's maybe around our age. Maybe she always felt like that, too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. And she said, too, she's like, I've always 
had to be more independent Mm -hmm. and kind of, I think that mentality too, that women kind of, I don't know. It's almost like we were kind of pushed that way of Mm -hmm. the, no, I'm independent. I don't need a man. I can do that myself. But, and that's not bad to be that way. Obviously I think it's good to be independent and not still self-reliant on another person in general, Mm -hmm. but it's just, I, some people, some women kind of go to the extreme where it's almost like they're, I, like this girl felt like she was repelling the things that she really wanted. Like right. she, she wanted to be in a serious relationship, mm-hmm. but she was, she had labeled herself as like the, Oh no, I'm just like the chill hookup girl. Cause right. I don't care about, you know, I don't need a man. Cool. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. and I, it's just, I don't know. That's weird. I feel like we, as a society, almost like you said that, like stereotypical girl or woman mm-hmm. always kind of got a bad reputation almost in the, right. in the movies or shows. And it, it, does it pushed us away from that femininity. I Actually, I was listening to Fluently Forward today and they were, she was like talking about mean girls in, in like girls, girls mm-hmm. in Hollywood or whatever. But she brought up one of the, like an example in New Girl where um, I can't remember... What's her real name? Oh, Lizzie. Oh, I can't remember her last name. It starts with a C. Who played Janice in um, Mean oh, Girls. yeah. But they were talking about when she was a guest star in New Girls. And you like, Jess is like obviously the really girly girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she is dating. I can't remember which one. Or the Lizzie girl. I never girl. even I watched can't New Girls. So I can't I even. I did, but I can't remember this girl's last name. Anyway, so she is like this really tough girl and just is like, I just don't like her. She's mean. But she was like this girl who worked in a, like a male dominated area mm, and mm-hmm. she had to be feel like she had to be taken seriously by being really tough yeah. and everything. And it was like, it was just interesting, like the two extremes of yeah. like what a, like a women. And it, it almost was sad to listen and watch some of these TikToks from this girl too. Right. And I wish I would have like, written down her name I should have so I could you'll never find her again unless she comes back (laughs) up but um because she was even saying like I don't even feel pretty in a dress right like it's it for her it went to such an extreme where it's like I don't even feel pretty in my own skin and obviously women can dress however they want or like whatever they want but it was like she wanted to get more in touch with that side of herself but she felt like she couldn't because she just didn't even feel comfortable anymore Mm -hmm. in that I know that even reminds me of like being younger and like for some reason we were all told we were supposed to hate dresses yeah (laughs) you know and then you'd put one on and you're like who even am I like you just feel so uncomfortable but now it's like it's so easy to throw on like a t-shirt dress yeah. and just like be done with it. And then people will be like, when you so dressed up for. Right. It's and like I this took less dresses. time. Yeah. But I went through that shirt. phase too when I was right. younger. I'm like, I hate dresses. I don't like why? skirt. Like why? I don't. And it's almost like we're uh, kind of like taught to hate being a girl. Yeah. I, I mean, we could Back go then. deeper I into that too. <laughs> like, but for sure. Yeah. It's like just femininity has always just been such like an evil villain yeah, in even, life. Like 
I mean, there's obviously other layers to this too, right. but you know, when we're in the teen years and stuff, it, it was so against like wearing makeup. And right. if you did wear makeup, then you were looked at a different you way. You were fake if you had yeah. the nails, at least like uh, our, our experience age, yeah. and stuff. It was like if you had the fake nails, then you were fake. Yeah, you in were the so, so much about vanity. <laughs> yeah, and or like there was no substance to you. Right. But that's not even true. No. I mean, you can be so many things at the same time. Right. You can care about your looks and also be smart. Right. But it just felt like when you we couldn't. were growing up. Yeah, <laughs> you couldn't. Because <laughs> then, the and you also couldn't be a threat to other women. Yes. Like if you looked too, you know, I was like, and I mean, I'm sure we were even feeling that way too. Like. As soon as you've seen a pretty girl, you're mm -hmm. like, oh, she's so awful. Yeah, she's I know. so mean. And it was like you always had to like dim yourself yeah. to not make other women feel uncomfortable because then they would hate you. Right. And then you couldn't have any friends. Right. I mean, yeah, but that comes so much from popular culture. Right. Like, like the media that we saw, the content on movies and TV and stuff. Like just because you brought up Mean Girls. Right. Like the prettiest girls in the school were the plastics I know. and, and they, they were, were the villains girls. Yeah. yeah i mean people cheered when regina george got hit by a bus <laughs> like know, that's horrible <laughs> like i mean obviously she actually wasn't very nice but like right. it was mainly just because she was pretty right and <laughs> They made her character horrible. Right. Like they cast beautiful Rachel McAdams. Right. It's just crazy. It is crazy. And I think it's almost like jarring for us now, or at least for me sometimes to see the shift in movies and TV and stuff mm -hmm. where like, like I told you about the Mean Girls. I'm like, I said, they're just like not as pretty as I'm expecting, which they are pretty, mm -hmm. but we were so used to like such a huge upper level. Right. And then, but that was also bad. Right. Like it was weird. It's it so was, weird. Like you, we weren't really seeing different body types no. on camera or on film and TV. I mean, everybody was so skinny. Everybody was so white. And it was <laughs> like, like skinny is what you want but it's also bad right like it's so bizarre i know like i feel like just like going through your 20s and everything i feel like my like getting in tune with my femininity and like girlness has been such a slow process yeah. to get to the point where i am now <laughs> i know and i almost i mean i really feel for this girl because right. and all the people in the comments because looking through and so many said like, i feel this way right. and stuff i mean it's it's hard like right i mean there's so many other things we could bring up but just being a woman and going through girlhood is hard i know and then if you if you acted or created a persona for yourself that maybe was never genuine but you felt like you had to have it or like this girl it served her for a certain right. point in her life and now she's realizing I don't want to be this way anymore right. I mean it's hard if you spent 10-15 years being one way and then to have to fully change and right. almost like reprogram yourself mm -hmm. that is tough it is tough even 
And then that same episode of Fluently Forward, not to keep bringing up another <laughs> podcast, but she was talking about like, because she's a millennial too. And she's like, sometimes I really have to like take a step back and be like, stop thinking like, or like stop thinking so meanly yeah. about, you know, other women or like celebrities. Like, well, she's just bought. And she's like, wait, no. And she's like, listen, we came from the, you know, generation where like Perez Hilton mm-hmm. is like just drawing all over celebrities in the worst fine. ways. Yeah. I know. I've been thinking about that a lot <laughs> recently too. And I'm just will think this like horrible thing about somebody or be so judgmental. And then I rein it back and I'm like, but like, that is just my point of view right, right now. And it's because of this, this or this. And there's nothing wrong with what this other person is right. doing or what they look like or anything. But it's yeah, it's like we have to reprogram our way of thinking. I in know. Some and ways you just too. feel. I know you like have to be like, stop judging them. And mm-hmm. almost like keep it to yourself. Yeah. too, And just. Think about what that person might be going through. Right. It's like you do kind of because we're so used to, I don't know, just being mean. I know. I mean, being mean girls. <laughs> I know. It's weird. It's We're just used to that being fine within right. pop culture. Like right. that's what it was. You know, and you didn't want to be Paris Hilton, like the ultra feminine mm-hmm. <laughs> skirts and makeup and everything because she was like, taken not seriously and she was just accused of being dumb and because even with paris and nicole right i think nicole was almost a little bit more tomboy right like baddie coded yeah it was definitely more like that party girl whereas paris filled that ultra femme right you know right because even when you saw like just thinking of it now like Paris and Nicole like in their little short skirts and stuff Mm -hmm. and like the outfits and you could tell Nicole was like a little bit more uncomfortable yeah but that I'm sure she you know since she was like Nepo baby (laughs) she was used to wearing stuff like that anyway especially going out Mm -hmm. but the way Paris would like embody it like I just wonder if there was like a discussion beforehand like no we need you in like the skirts too yeah. because it's kind of that just fills in with the character for whatever. like their right. photo shoots and stuff yeah mm-hmm. and but even when they would do that I mean Nicole went through that long period where she you know the time where everybody had like the chunky highlights right the super light super dark like she would always kind of have a little edgier a of a look yeah. yeah and Paris was always so Bleach blonde, blonde yeah. and just just pretty right but Nicole had that edge. And then, I mean, obviously talking about body type, like it didn't help that Paris was so thin mm-hmm. and made Nicole, who I think if we would have seen her today, she would be totally normal. But mm-hmm. next to Paris at the time, she looked I know. And then, chunky. And then Nicole looked very, very thin, like yes. from season three to five. And then, you know, just like paparazzi mm-hmm. stuff. But I'm sure it was hard. And I'm sure people were being awful. Oh, to I'm her. sure. So, I know it's interesting. I know. I just, if that girl pops back up on our feed by the grace. We'll see her journey. (laughs) I'll have to, like, like some things that she pops up. It is cool, though. Like, sometimes when you're on TikTok and you do come across something like that, you're like, gosh, it's just nice to, like, that people are so willing to, like, share. 
stuff like that. I know. Not much that one. Like maybe there's like a 14 year old scrolling and saw that. Right. And it like just really helped her in the way she was feeling or something. It is so wild though, because when you, you talk about like the algorithm and everything mm-hmm. and then, you know, our for you pages are all curated, but um, like the fact that that came up on ours, I mean, we're obviously in a certain demographic, right. but then all the people that also viewed it and commented, mm-hmm. I mean, we all probably are from a similar age group, right? you know, whether we're like younger millennials or right. older Gen Z. Z. Like, we're probably all, like, in that little pack. Right. And it's just, like, there are a lot of us out there that this video found (laughs) that have commonality. We're bringing the two generations together, (laughs) bridging the gap. Right. That's just funny. Um, Well, the People's Choice Awards happened, and I just kind of wrote, who cares? Because I didn't watch. I didn't. Did you see where Billie Eilish, like, made the comment? About all the TikTokers. (laughs) I was like, first of all, can we, like, just stop doing that to celebrities? Like, let them have some freaking (laughs) private conversations. And, like, I can't imagine if I was, like, in the grocery store, like, (laughs) having that, like, annoying conversation with my son. And then, like, look over, and there's, like, a kid. Someone's, like... Film me, and I know nobody would care what I was I saying, know, but, but I mean, we aren't going to like get that thing and you'd be like scrolling TikTok and there I am. <laughs> I know. Or even like, if it was at work and you're like know, talking like, to a coworker and then all of a sudden it's like everybody is filming you or like we don't even know what that full conversation was where right. it's like. Maybe she was like, which table or something? Yeah, and she's we, like, well, there's TikTokers over there. And then, you know, yeah. like, who knows what else? But I mean, I don't know. I feel like she was probably like, I mean, what's going on here? I don't here? even like blame her that I know. Much. Well, and then it's like, I j- it is kind of weird to see like the, because if you're like thinking of somebody like Billie Eilish, she's actually very, very talented. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, some not that the TikTokers aren't, but but I, but I think we can just call a spade a spade, right? I mean, even I would loop in the YouTubers and that, right? It doesn't, and honestly, even with podcasting, right? Like this doesn't take talent, right? This takes perseverance, right? And a personality, right? Like. We we are not talented because we bought this (laughs) This, equipment and keep doing this every week. I mean, I feel like that's the same as a TikToker. Right. Like, I would never put myself on the same level as an actress or singer. And, like, being good at makeup reviews is a lot different than, like, writing music for movies. Or even, like reviewing makeup versus being a full-on makeup artist like that's way different Different. right and i think it is kind of i don't know and then i saw bryce hall was like sorry we didn't acknowledge how amazing you are billy like bryce hall really come on doopy head speaking of no talent not to be mean but still what are you doing but being honest literally and it's like and it is crazy too it's like they don't 
I have to have a talent. Like I know. It's just like, literally, they don't have to sing. They don't have to act. I just wonder, like, like if I see freaking these people at the Oscars, oh. I am, like, turning it off well, immediately. Well, I mean. They're at the Grammys. They're which, at the Met Gala. Yeah. They're already destroyed that. Annoys me so much. I, I just, I mean, I guess this is also our millennial side but after we just talked about how we need to like think but it is just so these things used to be so special to me well even like with emily blunt emma stone are there and then bryce hall is there and i guess it's how do these people relate to each other right you know and i know like the people's choice words is more like whatever right but it's still They they were at the Grammys right. and the Academy Award. I mean, they were at these things. So it's right. just like walking the carpet. If you're if you are there and you're a TikToker and you have a, you know, five time Grammy Award winning singer or producer, right. how are you even going to be able to fully relate? Like I, the, know. I feel like the point of these award shows besides obviously giving them recognition is a chance for them to be together people in the industry that they don't see that often and having these randoms come in who like you're never like like brad pitt will never work with a tiktoker right like it it just won't happen so it's just i don't know i just feel like it's you're changing the entire dynamic. I know. And it's like you're trying to get like these young people or like the young mm-hmm. audience still like watch and stuff. But I just I don't know. But then it's like these celebrities aren't the A-listers aren't going to go to these things yeah, anymore because it's like, why do I want to hang out with the 18 year old from mm-hmm. Michigan? Like give them their own award show. Right. That's or fine. Like the after parties, or even yeah, give them fine. a microphone and have them out there like doing a job and like interviewing right. or if something. If they're good at that, right. I mean that annoys me too because we have seen one right. correspondents that are horrible, and I'm like, how did you get this you know, job? But honestly, maybe some. I feel like Alex Earl would be a little more personable than some of the people they've had. Very true. There. Very true. But I just anyway. I can't remember if we said this on the pod or not, but just remember the good old days of Juliana and Ryan. I know. I mean, they were just so good on the carpet. And they actually had friendships with the celebrities and like build up a rapport with them. Right. And now they just, I don't know even really who they have doing it anymore. And they're not really even doing it anymore too. So, Or, you know, I know that, they did have a lot of background knowledge on people and did their, you know, studying and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they also had someone in their ear yeah. that was saying, hey, this is who this is. Yeah. And they have this coming up or they're working right. on this, whatever. It almost feels like we moved to a time where that's not cool anymore mm-hmm. to be informed on right. who you're interviewing. Right. And you just have to like be awkward and funny. Right. And really not even ask the person right. anything about what they're working on or doing. Right. And then you can't ask them what they're wearing anymore because so apparently it's not an intelligent come. Yeah. It's like <laughs> we can't just ask women what they're wearing. Like, I'm sorry if I'm in, a, you know, Louis Vuitton. Yeah. <laughs> I want to tell you if about they it. Dress yeah. me. <laughs> like, can I tell you? But 
you know. Yeah, I don't know. Times it are just gets changing. so extreme mm-hmm. that it just kind of takes the fun out of everything. When I know everyone's so offended by someone Literally asking everything. what shoe you're wearing. I know, and that was such a big thing for designers too. Like that yeah, was a huge like plug you're wearing for them. This, but yeah. you can't tell anyone because they didn't. Have, they don't have to buy any of that stuff. Right. It's like that was a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Whatever, nobody cares. Nobody understands the fashion <laughs> aspect. Um, did you see how MGK is? I don't know if he's planning on blacking out his mm-hmm. entire I body, did see that. but he's I, hardcore man. <laughs> I just obviously, yeah, like that has got to be so painful and so time consuming. But I just don't get the point of blackout tattoos. I don't. I don't really either. And I don't know if like he's like I don't I don't know I don't really know how his mind works. I mean, I thought that it did look a little cool how he had some lines yeah. that weren't um, blacked out. Like it out. looks cool, but I guess like I don't know why you would do it. Me either, and I don't necessarily want to like take this conversation to a unnecessary place but it always gives me like a weird racial thing I know like I feel weird about it right it's like just because it's not on his face yeah you know what I mean like it's fine I guess I just I I just don't understand it no and then it's like, what was the point of getting all those million other tattoos if you just covered it all right and like this is never coming off now. No. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what that's going to look like from laser removal, but it's, we're not going to get rid of enough of it. No, we're not. Anyway, yeah, I just saw that. thought it was a little no, weird. It's different. <laughs> but whatever. I, it's also like, I can't even imagine how much that costs, yeah. even though I know that cost is not a factor for right. him. But still and like i guess i wonder even how that works like you because you know it's so like liney mm-hmm. but just they just kind of like color you in like, do they that use a cut. different needle you right think? can they use like a bigger thing yeah like, like a paintbrush <laughs> style <laughs> just go on and that had got to take so long and it's kind of weird because like he had kind of chest yeah up and then arms so that is probably why we haven't seen him at a lot of things right. too because he's been working on that yeah. for months and he can't like what's he gonna do like come out with it have done like <laughs> that would look weird and it probably has been painful recovery no you probably <laughs> I wonder if I like talk about it yeah I just went into this like totally different headspace <laughs> I don't know it's freaking weird I sound like an old lady. Like, what are you, I just, you I just, do when you're old and you got those But I never just, get a real job. <laughs> <laughs> like, he cares. Maybe he can because it just looks like a full-on shirt. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's just one solid I wonder color. if you can, like, like, do you still get, like, a sunburn? Or is that, like, know. black? <laughs> UV? burn my uvbs maybe maybe that's the idea like we're injecting sunscreen also into, into yeah and that's what it does or like and that's it you have to literally like 
douse it in sunscreen because it's gonna like fade and it'll yeah, kind of like fade true. anyway so you'd have to get it like well, and, all redone yeah like I was just gonna say too if he did the left arm first right and then the right arm last and he has it like chest up and then he waits to do the torso then the left arm's gonna be more faded yeah than, yeah well, but he didn't think that one through. I neither. Mean, you know, he thinks, you know, he's just some young whippersnapper out here making these decisions. Oh, my God. I was listening to, or Ashley Simpson was on Rachel Bilson's oh, podcast. Oh, I saw a clip of this, yeah. And she was, like, talking about co-parenting. <laughs> As if she wasn't talking about people. <laughs> She's like, it's going so good. It goes so good. Megan is amazing. And she wouldn't say his name. Well, no, she oh. actually, I don't know if she said his name did. or not, but she said Megan and stuff. Like, it's like we all know. Even sometimes Rachel Wilson will be like, my ex or my daughter's dad. Like, I'm like hating Christensen. Christensen. <laughs> like it's so weird. Like just say his just name. Say we hated. all know it. Yeah, like, we know. Unless he was like, "Don't do my name" or something. I don't know. But yeah, when she was talking about him, I was like, "Peace." So of course, he's doing I amazing. I didn't like. I knew she was young when they got married, and when yeah. she had the oldest son. But she said she was 23 when I she was pregnant. Like, I don't think I realized that. that. Is so well, and she was older than us, so it probably yeah. seemed old. Yeah, because we were. I was like, dang, middle school. Well, age. even Jessica got married to Nick when she was like 22. That's crazy. I know, yeah, but they, they were so what, old. Preachers' daughters. Yeah, they had like to. They had to. <laughs> but he, oh God, would he have been like almost 10 years older than you? Well, probably like at least 10. six, yeah. maybe, because I feel like he was like. He wouldn't, I don't think he was 30 at that point, but maybe. I he don't might know. have been. Yeah, I do remember he was a little older, but just like thinking of that. And then she was like, well, I was pregnant when I was 23. And I was like, what? Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. Oh, I keep forgetting that we have tickets to see them again. Like, I literally had to look it up like three mm -hmm. times in my email to see when that concert is because right. we bought them months ago mm -hmm. we didn't really think that one through but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> um well speaking of young pregnancies we had another interesting conversation like you brought up one part and then i had another perspective that kind of came through um, I, I just feel like this yeah. past like month, I don't know what it is about this month. Like people just keep asking me if I'm going to like, I mean, so many people, if I'm going to have a third kid and it's like my youngest is only a year and a half. Yeah. I just stopped breastfeeding six months ago. Like, I'm like, I don't know. And it's like, I want to, but I don't have like set plans. And it's like, like I just said, I'm only 30. I have so much time to yeah. have that next one. Like, why do I does it have to be done now? And there's like some things I want to do before I yeah. do that. Because if you had another kid, <clears throat> then it is your life is kind of 
on hold again yeah, for a it's while, like, well, you know? It's like my, your body, mm-hmm. you know, for like a year is on hold. And then if you decide to breastfeed, that's like another year. Yeah. I mean, that's two years. That's yeah, so a long time. I know. I was thinking too, I'm like, this summer will be my first summer or my past two summers where I'm not pregnant or breastfeeding and it's yeah. like I'd like to be able to run around with my son yeah. this year and not have to worry about like getting sunscreen on right. my chest and like just the annoying stuff it's like can I just like can enjoy I, can myself like, just get back to yourself and like enjoy Literally. yourself for right. a second before yeah. I have to jump into mm-hmm. like another kid <laughs> yeah I, I just think with that too like I mean, you live in an area, like you mentioned, where people seem to be a little bit older having kids. It's more normalized. But where we're from, it's a smaller town. Mm -hmm. It's weird if you don't have two kids by the time you're 25, basically. (laughs) All four of them done. Yeah, it's like, you know, a lot of people do that. And if that's what you want to do, that's totally fine. That's right. your prerogative, but it's not what everyone needs to do. Right. But it's so crazy that so many people are just in this headspace where they think that that is the only way. Right. And like my one coworker, she had, she was married younger, had two kids, and then she ended up having another baby like later in life. Um, but so her oldest two are like teenagers and then her youngest one is I think four. So, I mean, that's a big difference, but then she's trying to get out in the dating scene Mm -hmm. and she had made a comment like, you know, you guys know I'm also 30. I'm not married and don't have children. And she made a comment about her getting back out and dating and one guy she had met on an app was in his mid-30s and wanted kids. And she said, well, if he wanted that, he would have had it by now. And, like, I was almost... Well, and it's, like, too... Yeah, anybody can just go find some rando and get... Yeah. I mean, theoretically. Yeah. It's, like, sometimes maybe you want to, like, actually have a family or have, like, a loving and supportive partner. Right, or maybe you don't just want the kids. You want the kids with the person. Yeah. So I just... I was so, like, honestly, like, deeply hurt by what she said that I just totally, like, didn't even know what to say. And so I just was kind of, like, you know... Or, like, he could look at someone who doesn't already have kids. Like, I I should have kind of, like, you know, defended myself in a way or said how I was feeling. But I was so just, like, and I didn't want to make it about me because it wasn't. But it's just, she kind of had that mindset. And then I told you she made the comment about a geriatric pregnancy and how all pregnancies over 35 are labeled like that is actually what they're labeled. I'm just like, why would you make that kind of comment to me? I know. And it's like, first of all, lady, they changed that. Yeah. I think I told you the yes. late maternal age. That's what it is because it's crazy to call women geriatric. When they're 35. Like, oh God. It's insane. I know. Like, it's just so rude. And it's like, yeah, they're allegedly are more 
Oh, well, oh. And it's like, it's so alleged, too. Yeah. It's like, well, your risk factors go up. Well, they also go up if you're too young, too. Right, or with other health complications. Or, I mean, you could be a completely healthy 29-year-old and have complications. Right. So, I mean, there's so many women that are in their 40s. I mean, like, women that I like either know or am adjacent to right. who have had babies in their 40s. I know. Two of my aunts, my one aunt had her last when she was 40 and my other aunt had her first when she was 40 and then had a second one. It's like... It's just like... <laughs> perfectly fine. Yeah. It's, I just... I've just found her comments so weird. And again, like I'm mad at myself because I should have said something. But I then know. you just feel so it's... like... And even with your thing too, it's like... Well, now if I like say how I'm feeling, then I'm making it about me. And I know, or like it. if I like get really snippy, it's yeah. like when I have kids and I want to have kids, right? <laughs> you know, instead of and then you find yourself like justify, like even sometimes I'm like, yeah, probably not for like another few years, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm just you know, and it's like, why am I justifying myself to somebody? Right. Like they're not going to remember what I said, and, and you're it's like, like well, you, we want to do this, this, right. and that. yeah, and then you feel like. You have to defend your decision mm-hmm. as if you just saying this is how it is, is not enough. enough. Yeah. It's like, no, this is how I feel done. But it's so hard to do that in the moment. I know it is. <laughs> and you just like right now, uh, like in hindsight, I'm like, well, you go tell her. I know. It's <laughs> late maternal age. <laughs> I can have kids whenever I, I want. I know. And I know this many people. Yeah. Like I even was talking to one of my aunts, too. I was like, because she kind of has like big age difference between all her kids the one who had her last in her 40s mm-hmm. and it's like I don't know it just was like she probably maybe wasn't even expecting to end up having her last two and yeah. then she married someone and they decided to have kids and then they decided to have another yeah. one you know and it was like that didn't stop her like her age yeah. like I don't know it's just like and yeah crazy. it totally depends with people too because you do hear some some stories where if if a woman is older, like it might take longer, be more right. whatever. But then you also hear where, oh, no, we completely got pregnant by accident. Like, right. do you remember that one family? I don't know if you will remember based off of the description I get. <laughs> the vague description. They, <laughs> they went to our um, church and they were in our, like the kids were in school with us, but they were all older, big family um, related to another large family of four kids, one of which was in our class, a boy. Okay, okay. Um, you know him? Yes. Oh, but like his fam? cousins. Hmm. Well, it doesn't Whatever. matter. And sorry to everybody else. <laughs> it doesn't even matter if we say names. <laughs> but um, know. the the mother, she was like. She had to have been like almost 50, I would say, or at least in late 40s, at least, because her kids were all basically grown, Mm -hmm. like in college. And then they had like an accidental (laughs) pregnancy. And so now her husband had he had just recently passed away and he was in his early 70s i think she was a little bit younger Mm -hmm. but that last daughter is either like recently finished with college or toward the end of college so Mm -hmm. she's in her early 20s right i mean so it's just like you don't 
there's no one cut and dry thing. You can't right. just say like, oh, just because of an age, then all this ends for you. And right. I almost feel like we were, maybe it's just because of where we grew up, but right. we were like scared into that. Right. And You're some like, people are still perpetuating it. And then you always felt like you had to be like a young parent yeah. too, because it was like, well, my parent was young and my grandma and grandpa were young but then on my dad's side my dad was not even old but like older Mm -hmm. and then his parents or his dad was like older and they just had like older parents and it's like well i think i think about um on my dad's side i mean they just like had a bunch of kids and whatever but also my Nana is 94, um, and my dad is like, oh my God, 57, and he, or 57 this year, I think. And I mean, he's the youngest. Right. But like, she was older. older. I mean, I she know. was, that would have been in her late 30s, and right. she had her last kid. Mm-hmm. And like... With my grandma and grandpa on my mom's side, they were both in their early 30s when they had their first child. Right. And for that time, I mean, and my grandpa is 93. And so, like, for that time period, like, that was really uncommon that you would be in your 30s and just starting a family. Right. But, like, they did it. So It's like the way it worked out. Yeah. And then my parents, I would say, were like... I mean, even a little bit older, like they were more in their like mid to late 20s when they had mm-hmm. me. But it's just I I hate when our parents too would be like, well, when I was your age, I had. OK, well, sorry, I'm not living up to that expectation. <laughs> right. I'm not married. Right. I'm not seriously dating anyone. I don't have kids. Right. I know you had all that figured out by now. <laughs> but like times are different. And it's like. You know, we don't have to have kids when we're 14 anymore. Like, we live a little longer. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you made that point. We have time. People are living longer. You don't need to just rush everything. No. And and you brought up the point, too, with, like, Joanna Gaines. Yeah, where she literally said, I think think it's four kids. She had, like, the first four early, all one right after the other. They were, like, really struggling financially Mm -hmm. and were, like, working so hard and didn't get to spend that time with their kids. And she's like, I don't even really remember much of their childhood. And then she ended up having her fifth kid later on. And she was like, wow, this is such (laughs) a a different experience. She's like, I have so much more patience. I get to, like, really spend time with this kid. And it was like, it was a little, like, oh. A little sad kind of, too. Yeah, and it was like, but it was cool to hear that, like, honesty. Like, Mm -hmm. man, I really, you know got to really enjoy this last yeah and it but it is so true though because when you have kids so early in your 20s i mean and you're still growing up yourself and i just think like your 20s are such a whirlwind and that's so easy for us to say now that we're in our we're 30 but we have so much i'm actually gonna be 30 for the next five years and then i'll be 31 so even when i have my second one i'll probably only be like 32 you know it's like i'll still be so young i know i'm like yeah i'm 30 and then i'm like 
oh wait we're at the end of february (laughs) my birthday's next month and i'm still turning 30 again and i'm say i'm 30 i know and i'm like i've been treating myself too because it's my 30th birthday (laughs) i'm getting myself (laughs) gifts so anyway it's just yeah i don't really know where i was going with that but just when you're when you're younger and you have kids like you don't really have things figured out. Like you are kind of struggling financially because you might not have a stable job or knowing, or you're just starting your career. Right. Like it's just, and having kids is more expensive. So they say a lot of people, when you do have them later, you're more stable financially, right. just stable mentally, physically, like all throughout your life. And you probably do have like more to give to right. your kids almost no i definitely feel like like i was saying too like even from my first to my second i know it's like first child second child but i just had like so much and i know it's like like i said the second time around but i felt like i just had a lot more like i felt more sure of myself yeah. as a parent and i'm you know i don't know if i would have my first kid now if i but i feel like i would because i've just changed so much from like yeah. early 20s to now and like when I have that third kid it's gonna be even more right you know it's like why not wait you know and just even like looking back at my 20s it's like that was a long period of time mm-hmm. and then to like think of like having like a 10 year old now right. would just be like wild. wild I know and <sighs> I think too like I don't know. Like if you if you wait until you're 35, say, to have your next kid, wouldn't it be like kind of nice? Like your oldest will be a lot more independent. Right. Your second will be starting like he'll be in school. Right. Like that. And I'll get that time with yeah. that little one and I just and I'll get to start over again and have a cute little baby. Yeah, and it'll just be kind of <laughs> fun because then your first one will right. like grow up and move out, whatever. You'll still have your second for a little bit. Right. And then he'll leave. And then your third one you'll have for a longer <laughs> Long period of time. <laughs> like, oh, we finally got that next graduate. Yeah, it's like you really get to like, I don't know, get to, I feel like I'm getting to enjoy my kids. Yeah. And like even right now, like I'm really enjoying my kids right now. Like I feel like we're on like a good, for the most part, you know, like <laughs> life path yeah. right now like where I'm getting to enjoy my oldest I'm you know like we've worked school into the mm-hmm. schedule and I'm really getting to enjoy my little or my one and a half year old because he's like doing all this stuff and I just feel very balanced right yeah. now and just to be like oh well I want a third kid so let's just get it out of the way like yeah. I just feel like that would be such a disservice to them and to myself yeah, and no to need. my family yeah, yeah you don't it's need like, to do that I don't need to so stop asking and you you mentioned like to me Mm -hmm. previously about your house too like imagine if you had to like worry about bringing another like getting pregnant having another kid here and then you're stressed because you want to move somewhere else so that accelerates your timeline right or keeps us here longer and then I don't have because it's like I got my little mood board my five Mm -hmm. to ten year mood board and like I have a bunch of stuff that I like want at my house and it's like I don't really want to sacrifice yeah. that like I want what I want in right. my next house and it's like I rather take my time like get what I want <laughs> not to sound yeah. like a brat but no, it's like I, I mean but you deserve yeah, it like, why not you're right. working for it right it's like if this is what we want and just like 
having another kid to have another kid when I mm-hmm. could have my next kid in this house. Yeah. And it could be like their forever and house. And you can feel so much better about it yeah. too because you're not like worried about, oh, the space or, right. oh, I don't have this. It would be so much nicer if we had this for the right. kids. Like, no. And then if you have a third kid here, you'd constantly be like, Oh, if we only had moved, like you, I feel right. like you would and think it's like that it's all just going to get delayed, mm-hmm. and then school, and then they'll get into activities where yes. it's like, and then you feel even stuff. more stuck. <laughs> I know. It's like we don't have time. Yeah, and it's like we have to do like some work on both the showers, like in our bathrooms. It's like, and I want to kind of take my time doing that. And we have mm-hmm. to fix our fence, <laughs> clearly. And it's like, <laughs> you know, that would probably that'll probably be a summer project, and then maybe yeah. early winter next year or next winter we'll want to like work on the shower and stuff and then sell that like we don't need to rush yeah. it. like I don't want to have something that makes that rushed or delays it yeah. so, anyway it's yeah but bringing it back to what we originally said yeah. it's just so frustrating when people that you maybe don't even know that well know, just feel to, the need to comment right or just make such a like hard stance yeah. and it's like she's totally fine to be like Look, I'm not having another kid. I right, have three. my coworker, yeah. But you don't have to be a meanie about yeah. it. Because this guy, like, it's not that weird for a guy not to have a kid in his like. And you know what? It's kind of hard to find even a guy or a girl that doesn't already have a kid right now. Mm-hmm. That Especially they had in with our young, area, yeah. Right, that they had young and they aren't even with that partner anymore. And, mm-hmm. and that's kind of sad, too. Well, because that brings in a whole nother thing, too. And, like... <laughs> I mean, part of myself with like dating and just, I mean, I don't really put an effort in there, but like the idea of it. And I was with my one friend, Sarah, too. Um, she's kind of in the same boat, but it's just like, I don't like, I don't judge people, but like, I don't necessarily want to be dating or think about starting a life with somebody at this point in my life who already has kids. Right. Like, I would rather not do that. Right. And there's probably a lot of people like that, too. I mean, it's it's hard out it, there. And it brings, that just brings in a whole nother you know, level. And, like, I come, like, my stepdad already had kids and I mean that was the exes mm-hmm. and stuff that's an intense ride sometimes. right it's not all like Pete Wentz and <laughs> Megan <laughs> and <the laughs> Ashley Simpson I know it's like some t- co-parenting can be really hard and I don't know selfishly like I would rather have somebody who's experiencing these things for the first time right too because I am right and I just want to build that life with somebody together. If I was in my 40s, I mean, that would be a different story. I think it would be right. kind of unrealistic for me. Right. To or even think, if they had like grown children yeah. and stuff like that would be probably totally fine. Right. But like raising somebody else's kids isn't an easy. No, it's not. Thing. Yeah, you it's just like, it's don't not know. undoable, but it's, it's, it's going to be always, really challenging. Yeah, it's not always a super right. delightful experience. <laughs> No. <laughs> so, yeah, it just it's just frustrating when people just make comments that are maybe they don't even realize that they're insensitive, I know, I guess but they I are. Know. Sometimes I think about that. I'm like, are they not realizing that that's like my life or like, yeah, and you're like just saying this stuff. And I think if I would have said something to my coworker 
she well, would have felt bad about right, it. She like, or would have been like, oh, I didn't mean yeah. it like that. I just meant for me or like, I'm going to judge, you know, or if she's like, well, he still lives at home too, you know, or like yeah, something, bring in like something else. Yeah, I but, know. And, and it's, then that goes back to my problem where I don't want to intentionally upset other people. So I'm not going to bring that up. Like, and like, it's like, and then I get mad when other people like, get offended by everything I know. So that, and then it's like well i can't then i know so be super offended but some, sometimes you can't help it and then you sit in your head and you're like well i should have said this yeah i know and like i literally stewed on that for like a few weeks like i didn't even right. tell you about it until yesterday like right. i just because you brought up what you were saying about I people know. With and i had actually been stewing on that for a little <laughs> bit just because it like it happened one more time and i was like enough is enough <laughs> I know. we're like so stupid like why do we like you're like I, and then you're like i'm trying not to complain i'm trying not to complain and then it's like just eating you up over and over and over again i know and then when you brought it up i'm like okay oh, now I can, find, <laughs> I can say wait this. a minute you're not the only one going yeah. through this <laughs> oh man anywho well do you want to take a little break or do you have any other hot topics? I think we touched on them all. Okay. All right. Well, let's mm-hmm. take a little break. All right. The temperatures are starting to cool down and you know what that means. It is cookie making season. So instead of making your own cookie dough or going and buying that prepackaged stuff at the store that we know isn't super healthy, why not try something that is actually made with good for you ingredients? That is where dough comes in. These cookie doughs are ready to make right out of the tub. And you can also eat the cookie dough raw because it is vegan and gluten-free. The best part is that it's enhanced with different vitamins and supplements that can support your immunity or help stabilize your mood. We have tried a few of these different flavors and we're always eager to try new ones. They are so delicious. We've tried the donuts as well, which are so perfect to put in your lunchbox for work. And we're going to be trying some of the delicious spreads that they have soon so if any of that sounds good to you go to eat dough that's dough spelled d-e-u-x dot com and use our promo code water bottle for 10 percent off that's eat com and use promo code water bottle and we're back <laughs> thank you for staying with us after the oh i meant to say this at the beginning and i should have said it at the very beginning because now we're i don't even know 53 minutes in and nobody's gonna listen this far (laughs) but i would just like to i don't want to call anybody out i don't even know who people are but if you're leaving us a one-star review i appreciate you But I would also love it. I think you would love it, too. If you would also write a review with it and please tell us what you don't like about us. Maybe it's something we can work on. Right. Just like a little even like if you're like, oh, I didn't like their laughs or something. Just you doesn't even have to be that deep. Yeah. Just Just like just like a bullet point. Right. Or, you know, here's a crazy thought. (laughs) If you really hate us that much. Maybe don't listen and don't leave a one-star <laughs> review. 
then there's that. I mean, you know, I was feeling very upset at the bizarre amount of one-star reviews we have received. And I'm trying to go through and think of all the people who could possibly have some vendetta against either of us. And, um... I mean, I guess I could think of a few people, but I don't <laughs> think they would be listening to this podcast. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and again, this is only based off of 11 reviews. Right. <laughs> so, but still, and if you are a listener, I mean, I can see how many people listen to our podcast each week. And there's more than 11 of you. So, like, if you have not given <laughs> us an, a nice rating like, please do. We would love to see some encouragement. Um, we would love like a physical review on Apple Podcasts right. or on, on YouTube, you know, comments, whatever. Just anything. So maybe I will edit this so it's at the beginning so people <laughs> can hear it right away because you know they've checked out by <laughs> the first hour. But yeah, I mean... I am we're coming up on almost a year of podcasting and I would like to continue to do this. And I'm not saying that these one stars are making me want to stop because I like the time that we get to spend together, too. But it's definitely discouraging. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me feel kind of bad. <laughs> I guess you're just not likable. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know. And I don't want to have to beg people to give us five stars. But if that's what I'm resorting to, if that's what we have to do at this point, I guess it is what it is. Like, what would you as a listener like to receive in exchange? <laughs> We're willing to bribe. Yeah. <laughs> Fanfic. We'll make it up for you and your favorite celebrity. That could be fun. You know, that's what that Degrassi podcast is. Like, you'd give a nice review and then you tell it, like, if you went in a specific Degrassi character and then they do, like, a little fanfic for you and read it so, on the pod. we could definitely do something like that. Let us know, please. You know, we don't want to be Debbie Desperados out here, but times are tough. <laughs> times are tough. Yep. Please support us. <laughs> anyway, now to the meat and potatoes of our podcast. Vander Pump Rules. And Hannah's going to try and rein it in because you know, she's heated. I was very triggered this morning, stomping around at work <laughs> about people I don't know. <laughs> I... Okay, I <laughs> overall, they the Bravo and like the network and stuff did this cast and this show such a disservice by waiting so long to put it out and yeah. filming so close after what had happened yeah. and I know they have their little schedule and all that but they just they really hurt this show in my opinion but you know what is because I watch and so did the the cast yeah. too by non-stop talking about it off camera right I know that really was a, a big factor but speaking of just like the timeline I do watch the after show and from what I've heard that's filmed you know about a month prior to when we see it maybe even a few weeks okay. I don't know so 
I mean, I don't I don't want to jump ahead too much here, but just thinking about that, like Ariana is not backing down in the after show on any of her stances so far. So I don't know if she would have been all that different had we waited longer to film it. Well, I think like just as a viewer, Mm -hmm. it's hard to watch it so far back. Oh, it is. Absolutely. And like to have waited so long, because like we said before, it's like now we're in a year at the start of Scandal. It's just like they should have put it out sooner in the, I don't know, they just... They just made a bad call there. I know. I agree. It just, it's hard for me to watch. And we said this, I think, episode one, the premiere, we're like, it's hard to get back into that mindset of, oh, wait, this was June, you know? Right. And it, and it, some of it is making me harder on the characters Mm -hmm. or cast. (laughs) The cast of characters. Mixed up now and muddled. But it, it is making me feel more of a type of way too i'm like yeah. don't you remember this just you know you just had those charges pressed against yeah. you sandoval just made those comments horrible foul comments to ariana about wearing the t-shirt mm-hmm. in bed you know it's like hooking up with her with his little mistress or whatever yeah while Ariana was away at a funeral. It's like, are you guys just like forgetting that? This, like These this things not, literally just happen. Yes, it's yeah. like, how can you even want to speak to someone yeah. like that? It's so beyond. I know, I know. And then just speaking about what's happening in present day, like we still are seeing the same resistance to change and, you know, just, ownership over actions by Sandoval and it's it's, almost like insane and more and more it's like that New York Times thing came out at a just a horrible time I know I know we can touch on that a little bit before we were um we started recording I was trying to read through it a lot of it was really just kind of a puff piece a historical narrative basically and then of course he made the horrific comments comparing what he went through to that of george floyd this was like this interview took place did it say i just i mean probably within a month or two i can't even think of a worse time for to make that type of comment i mean it's black history month i know and it was such a The only and I don't know if he just didn't word it right. Like he's like, why is can you word it? I know. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, does he mean that this was so minor compared to those things? But it did not. He was like, I hate to compare it, man, but like it literally is like that. And in this is why, amongst so many other things, I I know we throw this word out there a lot in general. But I think that he truly is a narcissist. I know he is. To like, make that type of comment and not I think. I mean, to just, be that tone deaf and out of touch is just crazy. It's mind blowing. He is so self uh, like he really thinks. I don't even know. It was like this mask came off mm-hmm. of him mm-hmm. and just like. He's so hateful. Yeah. And he's so like it's like I can't even wrap my head around this being the same so person. Now when you cause you just 
recently rewatched everything. Watching it back with Scandaval right. on the brain. <laughs> like, did you see anything differently in I, him? I'll, okay, so there was a time when when it aired. I think it might have been like, I don't know, season seven maybe. And him and Stassi. Stassi was supposed to have this book signing thing. And she was going to have it at Tom Tom, blah, blah, blah. She asked Schwartz and the other manager and did not ask Sandoval. And Sandoval was like rage texting her about it. And it's like, no, you can't have it here because you didn't ask me. And she's like, what? Like, mm-hmm. just like this. But why do I have to ask you if I already asked one of the owners? And he's like, well, we don't have any bartenders and I'm not doing it. And just like, just so super Spiteful. petty. That really came out. Like, and I thought that at the time, and now we're in season seven, I was like, that was really, like, bizarre. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a bizarre Sandoval moment. But then when Jax and Brittany, when Brittany had the cheating thing with Jax, yeah. or Faith, and stuff, and the way he was yelling at Ariana about it, and he's like, why would you show it to her? She's like, it wasn't on my phone, you know, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was like, the, and she's like, fine, defend your friend. Bye. You know, and it was like that. There was like a little bit of that that came out. And then now seeing the stuff with like even Kristen, where it was like mirroring what oh, he was yeah, saying with Ariana, that yeah. was a little shocking too. But I... I don't know. I still feel like we didn't really see it. Like, I really do think when Stassi said the guys get the good edit, I feel I like know. she was like, that's what I was about to say. Mean too. It. Like, maybe I really, there were things that were just edited were, out. I know. Yeah. And that's what, and maybe you can kind of keep it together for two months. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I really, except for those like couple of times where the masks slipped yeah and we got like a little glimpse of like this weird thing and Mm -hmm. it's just still so weird I know I've brought this up a million times but when like the other characters were trying to tell us this was who he was and we just weren't seeing it it, we didn't believe it yeah I know or like you're like yeah but you're also you know mean and stuff but look at all the times he has been a good friend like we justify it yeah like but him and Schwartz are so cute yeah not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we have a completely different view I know, of that and now. like, sorry, I'm just getting triggered. But even with the Schwartz thing, like the way he was talking. And again, I'm not like, I'm not saying Ariana is perfect, but like in the last episode where she was like being mean, like she yeah. was, but you, he was like helping this affair along. Like Sandoval said Schwartz's apartment was their safe I place. Know. It's like, how do you expect her to talk to you and the way he's like no you're the problem it's like no she's mad at you she's hurt by you and it's just like I don't know it's just really irritating me it's like yes she's mad at you why would she not be mad at you stop calling her egotistical like she's not happy with you facilitating this affair for the past yeah, whatever, eight understandably months. so. Like right. how, it's like, and he, I know that we're kind of going off on a our own tangent, but not to. I know, but like Schwartz even said in the after show for this episode, and he keeps saying it. Where it's like, you know, I'm guilty by association with this affair. It's like, no, well, you nobody were like, is saying that you were 
actually involved in right. the physical affair. Right. Like you weren't having. But you were pretty much a co-conspirator. Right. Like you, you were, were on, yes. on the outskirts and knew what was going on. I know. And, and I guess, I mean, we talked about this at length, too. Did Do I think it's Schwartz's job or place right. to to expose this and what's that no. even it's like and i don't think he's an evil person no, I but don't for either. him to like come back like that is just crazy to me yeah it's just and i i for a little while there he was you know before they started filming again he really was like you know i'm taking a break from him mm-hmm. i'm stepping and i just think he he should have maybe done a little bit more of that i don't know if he's i don't and he like said he did but i don't think he really I did think he, i think sandoval was doing his own thing and that's and why that's he was why getting there a was break. a break because he was gone yeah. yeah i i just and then in the after show i mean i just kind of going through bits and pieces of this episode but like in the previous episode they had talked about like lala coming at schwartz and stuff and um She's like, well, I want to clarify, like, I didn't mean that he should fully abandon Sandoval. I meant as a business partner. And I was just like, but that's no. not what you said at all. No, Lala. It's not that's what, not what you said at Lala all. Lala is like, she's a flip flopper now. She's basically right she's now. like Sheena 2.0. Like, I'm more annoyed by her more than aggressive. I am by Sheena. Yeah, but it's just, it's like, well, that's not what you said. I and know, if and that's what you meant, then you need to choose your words more carefully. My problem with, I feel like. I don't know. Do you want to go through the episode? Because it's like all good. Because there's they have that coming. I guess we should go through it. Okay. And we'll try to just not go off. Yeah. It is really hard. So it starts out where uh, James and Allie are planning their little pool party, which is cute. It seems like they're both excited about it. Um, And then we go to Katie and Ariana prepping for the pool party. I thought it was interesting how... Um, Ariana's like, oh, the Lyft driver that I had last night. I know, that night, was wild. That was crazy. She's like, he Didn't was the Lyft driver that Tom and I had Gosh. on the night. Wouldn't it be nice, though, to like, how how were they talking to each other? I know. Like, even if you don't remember what they said, like, did he seem really aggressive? Right. Was, were they just fighting both of them? I don't know. That would be interesting. I know. To- it was funny how they were like, you have no idea how many people <laughs> would love to know who you are. Yeah, no, right? I mean, yeah, he would be booked for interviews like no tomorrow. That was just a fun little like a almost like a. Not like a full fourth wall break, but kind of. It was like a peek behind the curtain a little bit. Um, And then Ariana was countering that, saying that Schwartz was not being ganged up on at See You Next Tuesday, which, I mean, I think he was. Do I think everybody's points were valid in some way yeah do i, I think and it like, was the right setting for any of that to go right. down no when it's like hey we should all take a group trip together it's like what, what do you expect i know like you're gonna be like what are you talking about you idiot yeah like, <laughs> like, come on read Which, the room a little I know. bit anyway. i know i almost wish if i think if for a group trip to be more successful 
like that should have almost been a conversation that he just had with pe- people like individually. I know. Been like, hey, what and do it, you it think about and this? this? That whole thing is like really produced. Yeah, I mean, so we it's know. like I know, really, just not. It. I, know. I really <laughs> wish that we could be watching this with just like virgin eyes and not knowing know. so many things that we know about production and all that stuff. It would just be more of a pure <laughs> more, experience. I know, like something like that. I part. wouldn't be thinking so much. Yeah. Like whatever, Schwartz. <laughs> um, and then I thought it was like just kind of annoying and stupid. Like I get what she's saying, but I was annoyed by it where Katie was like, I'm sorry. But I've got so much going on with this sandwich shop. I'm not going to leave that to go on a stupid little trip with Schwartz to Tahoe. I'm like, please tone it down a little bit, Katie. (laughs) She is like not. Like tone it down. And also, we know that while all this is happening, like Ariana's like doing freaking all these things, dancing with the star. Like who who was around for this sandwich shop? You know what I mean? Like it wasn't consuming their days. Right. And now also knowing what we know now, with the sandwich shop still isn't open. It's just like those comments. I feel like when she watches it back, they must sting a little bit. I know. Well, know? that's kind of what happened with like um, Schwartz and Sandy's and I stuff. I know, so. but it's just because they also like gave them so much crap about Schwartz and Sandy's not opening. Mm, like, oops, and then, actually, it's not easy. I, like, it actually <laughs> is hard. Um. Okay, then we go to this really uncomfortable meeting between Lala, Sheena, and Lisa. And we see that new dog, Donut, which was really cute. I just had to call that out. I thought the little nugget was so precious, and I wish I could just get new puppies all the time. I know. I was was literally, when I was watching that, I told my husband, I'm like, you're so lucky. We're so lucky we're not at that new house we want to get because we don't have way too many dogs, (laughs) man. (laughs) It's addictive. I know. It's just, and her dogs are so helpless. Like, she just holds them all the time. Drink wine out of the wine glasses. So, and also, I just, every time we see glimpses of Villa Rosa, I just am in awe. It is so beautiful. It is a pretty house. Anyway, and then things pretty much go downhill from here. So, I just like, I know I text you about it in a rage. I thought that was so out of line. It was. Like, how it was completely can you? out of line. And I, and I get what she she's triggered by that situation. But to sit mm-hmm. these two girls down who are already emotional messes mm-hmm. for and various reasons, yeah. them into almost like, well, if you guys don't stop, you know, Sandoval might hurt himself. Yeah. It's like, and yes, they were talking about it and like profiting off it and everything and stuff. But he did I know the action and it's like to put that on them was just it wasn't awful. fair it was completely inappropriate it was so just that really rubbed me the wrong yeah, way yeah and I I truly don't think it was coming from a bad place from Lisa like I don't think that she was meaning for it to like oh, I'm gonna guilt them into that like I really think that she was just so triggered by yeah. but I also I mean I know this isn't I've seen this narrative online so like I guess I don't feel 
like such a terrible person saying it, but I also do think that Tom Sandoval knows that that's going to trigger Lisa. I know. And, and he's, it's so he's like, using verbiage that and, is... And, well, and it's like, too, as assuming that he's probably a narcissist, he knows that he's like, oh, I see other people talking about their mental health and that really works. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about my yeah, mental health. Right. So that really works. And I'm going to go to the person that I know this will affect the I know. most. And then she will disseminate it out to everybody right. else. Like, real, and it just kind of felt like <laughs> third, like they were third grade classmates and yeah. the mom or the teacher was sitting them down. Yeah. And, and it rubbed me the wrong way, too, because there's been a few times on Vanderpump where I've thought Lisa's been, like, really condescending yeah. to the cast. And I get, like, she gave them their career. Right. But they also have built upon her. that. Yeah, oh, for and they've sure. given her a lot, mm-hmm. too. And it's, like, this really, like, tipped me over the yeah, edge. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Um, And I don't think that Lisa's like message behind it is necessarily wrong. Like I, I, like we said last episode, I think it's completely understandable that anybody in this situation would Mm -hmm. have some very dark thoughts and go to a dark place. Right. Especially because you created this situation for yourself. Right. At the same time, it's not like, and, and also like you, other people shouldn't want to be ganging up on on right. that person either. Well, like, it's not right, right to just keep berating and going after. But honestly, like, I listened to all the podcasts. Yeah, especially at that time mm-hmm. last summer. Like, I didn't personally, the stuff that I listened to from the cast and the, the interviews that right. they were on their own podcast or others. Personally, I didn't think that anything was so horrible. I know. And it's like, I get like you could, like their influence is going to create the yeah, more mob for sure. mentality and for stuff. For sure. And but that's just, wrong. We've said right. that before. Like when you're not discouraging. But again, like I also feel that way too. If anything, they went in on Rachel a little harder uh-huh. with that kind of stuff. Like I felt like they, and they did go in on Sandoval, but not But that's where as I have far to as castmates. As even though I don't, fully know how I feel about Rachel's I know, full my, journey. Right. And that's the thing too. Like I'm not changing up the way I feel about Rachel, but I think the more we're seeing from Sandoval, it's, it is, and I'm not taking her side or anything, but it is giving me a lot more clarity mm-hmm. into the situation. Right. And I, given the situation if she truly was feeling in such a, a bad way in such a dark right. time, she absolutely did the right thing. Right. Go and get help. Right. Do I think it had to be a full on inpatient situation? You know, I mean, I don't personally think so, but who am I to say? Right. But like with Sandoval, I mean, I even wrote in here, like, did he even go to individual therapy? Like, I don't was think he doing he, that? I, I know. Mean, well, and he claims he is now, I believe. But it's but, like, but they're not. And and I was thinking, too, I'm like, are California therapists different than the rest of the world? Well, because there's 
out there, it's a little <laughs> bit more common to have a life coach, mm-hmm. which is not a life therapist, but therapist. maybe they're calling in a therapist because it just seems like I guess even some of the stuff like Rachel has said, I'm like, are they really telling you that? Like, they're right. not like, I don't know. No, they're... I mean, even somebody which who doesn't have any type of background know, in mental health like, can listen to some of this stuff. I wouldn't give that advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 I would not never at all. encourage you to do right. this. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I comp- I agree with Lisa saying we've got to pull back the reins but, uh, a little bit right. with how harsh but our words because are. Because they had that conversation, if Sandoval would have hurt himself after that, yeah. that guilt, especially absolutely. with like Sheena, would have just been horrific. Crushing. Absolutely like, crushing. And I'm, you know, like a little conflicted on Sheena right now, but yeah, I, I know. think that was just that was wrong. And I, no one deserves that. <laughs> when, when Lisa talked to Tom last episode, I mean, she, the first thing she should have said was, I mean, you know, we don't know how the editing is, right. but she should have said, are you seeing a therapist? Right. If you're having these thoughts. I know not. You're supposed to come to me. Yeah. And I mean, if so, then also watching the after show, I think I wrote something about this. Yeah. Like they were even saying it, it should not have been placed on them. Like we just said, if Tom Tom should have himself sought help if he felt like he wasn't in a place to do that. Like, sure, reach out to Lisa or right. Schwartz or something. And then they should have then helped him get help. Right. Not just, oh, we need our friends along. Like, that's right. not how people truly get out of dark, dark right. times, depression, Thinking about self-harm right. and suicide. Like, again, we didn't say a trigger warning, but if you watch the episode of EPR, you already know right. what we're talking about. But it's like, that's how you get out of these things. Seeing a therapist, potentially getting on medication. You know, like, that's at least how making you do it. Dang effort. Yeah, it's not just, oh yeah, I had these dark thoughts and then I did nothing about it. And like, I think in a little bit later on, didn't Ariana say... Like, yeah, well, then he gets brought in back to the fold or he yeah. gets invited to parties and he'll be all happy again. Yes. I mean, I truly think, yeah. Yeah, he is way, He is trying to, even with like the previous episode where he's like sitting out with Sheena and the thing and he's trying every little manipulation tech. Yeah. Oh, are you like Shania Twain? Right, yes. <laughs> like trying Knowing to relate to, to her. Say. And then he does like, th- I can't even remember what they were, like three different attempts mm-hmm. to like, Oh, see, I'm not that bad. I'm still yes. the same old guy, you know. It's like he is trying to weasel his way back in, and I'm like, obviously is. he's gonna try, but it's like then there's still no accountability, and it's just really hard to to just in their position to feel so guilty or to have sympathy when right. I, you know, he could have been in a totally dark time and been hiding that from people. But outwardly, he's, he's going awful. out on tour. I know. He's saying these horrible things. You don't look things. like you're having he's, any depression yeah, when you're like, up there singing and, uh, and being and a lunatic. Obviously, we're not so naive to think right. that there's always going to be signs for stuff like that. There right. isn't. But it's just, you know, no, if he, it's just kind of ridiculous to now come out and and play that card and be like well i was feeling this way right you know like i was in somewhere. such a bad way and like you know it's like 
okay. You didn't say anything. And again, like he doesn't have to say it, but it's like, you didn't say anything about that on special forces. No, you you didn't. didn't. And, and I think what even like, I think what hurt Lisa from last episode too, was that she said to him after the reunion, like, if you do get in a bad way like that and you're having dark thoughts, please call me. And she was being a lifeline and trying to be there. And like, he then kind of slaps her in the face and says that now that months later, now that they're filming that, Oh yeah, I was that way. And she's like, well, I said I was going to be there for you. And then even Sheena saying, I did reach out when his friend passed and I got, he blocked me. It's like, like, what do you expect people to keep doing? You know, it's like this weird begging game when you're like on cloud nine at your shows. You also just can't, it's totally wrong to keep berating somebody and kicking the dog when it's down and all that kind of stuff. It is. And I hate the, the gang mentality that we often get into within social media and everything it is wrong and it can be very damaging to people but it's just he it's just like you can't continue to push people away and then get mad when they weren't there to continually support you right when like you hurt them in so many ways and then kept rejecting the help or not accepting the help it's like you people can't be the ones to save you you have to be ready to do that yourself too right you know But also Sheena said in the after show, she said, and I don't remember if this was something that we knew before, but like years ago, she said that she had a friend who did complete suicide and she had talked to them like that day before, a couple days before. Mm -hmm. And I guess they went through something that like they kind of, she said, well, you made your bed, you kind of have to lay in it. Right. And then they ended up you know, taking their own life. And she felt like very guilty about that for a long time. And then Lisa saying this to her, like it brought up a lot of emotion. Of course it would. That's why Lisa should have never said that or had that conversation with them. It was Mm -hmm. just so wrong. Right. I do think then going on to the pool party where Sheena tries to bring up her feelings and I mean, with Katie and Ariana, it's definitely falling on deaf ears because when they hear any sort of thing that seems like it could be sympathy towards Sandoval, they instantly turn off. But like, I don't think they were considering how like that, like why Sheena was getting so emotional about this. Like, I don't think it was purely just like oh, I want to be friends with Sandoval again. Like, I think she was thinking about this previous thing, just the full-on gang mentality in general. Maybe we do need to stop, you know, doing episodes about it or whatever. And I just, I mean, Ariana was very quick to, like, shut that down and not even entertain what Sheena could be feeling. Yeah, I guess I kind of, like, come at that a little... I mean, now... I do know now that you just said the Sheena thing and like, but we wouldn't have known that in the episode. Yeah. But I think for, and again, I'm not even saying that like Ariana's like I'm on her side or anything like that, but like it would be really confusing for me. Yeah. If I was Ariana and this person who just said like, 
just like a month and a half ago, just like horrific things to you. Again, like sleeping with someone while you're gone Mm -hmm. for a funeral and they don't come with you and they have someone in your house and they're hooking up with them and lying about this whole thing. Like, I just... I guess if I thought Sheena was my friend and also Sandoval corroborated Rachel's story about the assault that it's like, I wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't understand why at that point she would need to be friends with Sandoval. And like also Sheena was all over her own podcasts and Ariana was not doing that. Talking about Sandoval and stuff. So I, I don't know. I, and then when Ariana was like, you know, because he's going to weasel his way back mm-hmm. in and then he's going to have no accountability, basically. So I totally got what she was saying with that. In the moment, I do, too, because like for her in that right. moment, because and it's going to look think, bizarre. Right. And I don't think Ariana knew that until like kind of in that moment where Lisa had guilted. Right. Lala. Yeah. And um, Sheena about it. And I think she might have reacted a little bit differently or like said different things. Yeah. Like, why are you letting Lisa like make you feel guilty or something? I would think it's I think it's also like, I, you know, since we're we're are, we don't have those deep emotions like in the moment like they do. This obviously didn't happen to us, although it feels right. like we are involved. It is. E- and then we see the after show versus what's happening on the show. And it's like it's easier for us to like look at it from like a, a Eagles perspective right. where it's like, of course, Ariana could have or should have been like, Sheena, why is this making you so emotional. Right. This, 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 this is what right. Sandoval did. Why are you going back to him? But in the moment for her, she's just like, what the heck? I know. Like, like you did know? you not? Yeah. I guess that's why I see why Ariana yeah. like freaked out there because it wouldn't make sense to me. <laughs> it, yeah. It totally wouldn't in the moment. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that Ariana is, justified in kind of looking at it in only her one lens well and And it could also be like confusing too it's like didn't we all like you know like a month and a half ago sit at that reunion and rip Mm -hmm. on these two and now all of a sudden lala's like i'm gonna reach out to raquel right i mean that was sheena i'm gonna reach out to sandoval and i mean i guess that, that would be really strange but it does make me wonder what from the after show thing too it does make me wonder what the relationship between ariana and sheena yeah i wondered that too but also it's like if you're gonna again like all that horrible stuff he did to ariana and then some one of your friends is still gonna like pursue a friendship that soon afterwards Mm -hmm. not saying that i don't know if it could like never happen again but just that soon afterwards i mean that would definitely make me not trust that person yeah and it is difficult too because i think that there is a difference between just easing up and not going so hard on somebody versus actually bridging that and having a friendship but i don't think that was communicated well no you know and i I don't even know if sheena knew exactly what she wanted there yeah i don't so it would be i don't don't know there yeah but um on the after show too i think she had said um 
I think it was about the friend thing. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, you know, this is why like I there's some people I don't really open up to about stuff like this. And that's Katie and Sheena. I don't tell them these types of things because like probably just over the years, too. And then just little comments that she's made before, like, you know, well, they don't like Ariana and Katie don't really reach out and. So it just makes me think that they're not a genuine friendship at all. Like Sheena and. I, but I do feel like that's like a reoccurring thing that Sheena says. Like, I think Sheena's just the type of person who expects a lot of emotional support from friends because she's had this conversation throughout the years with everybody. So it's kind of hard to tell with like Sheena, which like, is she genuinely feeling like what? And then it's like then on social media now you see that she just went to Ariana's shows and mm-hmm. was like a dance with the stars. So it's all kind of like confusing as a viewer. But it can also be like Sheena is that kind of more people pleaser. Right. And I could definitely see where she is maybe thinking the more I put in, the more I'm going to get out. And that isn't right. the way relationships and friendships work all the time and you know maybe they can be more like surface level or social friends but that deeper connection it doesn't seem like you're gonna get that that's fine but like you know maybe from her end she needs to learn to stop setting such high expectations that she knows are not going to be fulfilled by certain people right like you're setting them up for failure right and then it's like you know where you put yourself in that situation well i do all these things and i do that but i don't get it back well i mean right you have to kind of or it's like you choose to go do right and you know know you're not gonna get it back and it is like it is complicated and it is confused it's very confusing as a viewer too it's like i don't know where you stand with this person that person this person and we don't see it all Right. And I guess like Sheena's not all in. I'm not even saying just in this situation, but I mean, she was pretty awful to Katie last season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like she was. not that Katie hasn't, you know, those two haven't gone back and forth throughout all the, the seasons. Time. But it's like you actively saw how hurt Katie was by you pushing this Rachel Schwartz thing mm-hmm. and like. Then disinviting her from the wedding, yeah. which, you know, it's like, you're not like, the best yeah, what person either. So it's like, I, I don't know. It just. They actually on the after show, it was Lala, James and Sheena together. And um, like they actually got in kind of like a little oh, I think argument. I, seen I saw the, it online. Yeah. Like uh, between Lala and James kind of really. Yeah. Because um, they were just. You know, Sheena is saying how it was difficult for her with the Sandoval stuff from a different in a different way because he was her best friend for so long, too. And then James was basically saying like or they were Lala and Sheena were like, well, you knew him before you knew Ariana. And then James is like, well, does that even matter now? And then Lala, that's when she went in on James. I yeah. personally don't think it does matter now. No, and it's like, would you know him for like a year because you worked together? And it's like, why did you become so close to Sandoval? Because he was close friends with Ariana, or he was dating Ariana. And that's why you guys are so close now. Well, but honestly, 
the only reason why they became friends was because she didn't have anybody else that wanted to bring her in. And he was like, Hey, let's do it. And if, I mean, much like when you have a betrayal in a romantic relationship, I think it's the same and sometimes more hurtful in a friendship because you know, you you look back on all these times that you had and it's I guess for me, it's hard to like think that Sheena it isn't looking back and reflecting on all these times with Sandoval and thinking, well, was that disingenuous? Was that a right. lie? Was that a facade? Like I would be thinking our whole friendship was not what I thought it was. Right. And I I don't know if I would be so quick to entertain bridging that I know it's really interesting the way and it's like I hate to even be like Sheena and Lala sound a little bit jealous but they kind of are coming across like why are they taking and again you shouldn't even really have to take sides and like I said I'm not taking Ariana's side or anything but it just seems so bizarre that you would be so like you're gonna die on the hill for Sandoval's friendship but then on the other side of that it's like we know that they are filming a show what's going to be the best dynamic everybody kind of getting along so I have to wonder if they're they've been doing this for so long if that's on their mind in some of these scenes too I know I guess it's just weird to hear kind of like it does feel like a little switch up like all of a sudden they're like mad at Ariana because she doesn't want to be around her miserable and it's weird too with and I know we're like coming at it from the future, but even in the after show, it's like, do we not see how Sandoval is talking? I know, I know. Like just that and alone, like that is not a person I want to be around. No. Like he once he does some serious work and reflection, maybe he can come back from it. But I wouldn't even want to have anything to do with him. I know. Or I, even like that time where what was it? Oh, Nick Vial was asking oh. Schwartz, like, would you hook Sandoval up with someone you cared and loved and the way he danced around Uh that conversation was like no are we talking about (laughs) the same like come on but anyway at the same time I don't think it's it is fair for Ariana to also dictate like who I mean that is totally her choice right who she doesn't want in her life and who she does and I don't there are definitely things that she is doing or way she's acting that I don't necessarily agree with, but I can see where she's coming from. And I don't, if I had to say I'm leaning toward any side, obviously it's towards hers right. <laughs> in this situation. But it just is weird because, you know, on one hand you're like, well, I mean, there are plenty of people on here who could have just left the show if they didn't want to be right. around people. And they chose not to because why would they not stay on this show? So And that's what it's like frustrating me because I always have that in the back of my mind. And I wish I could just like push that away and think, nope, this is all 100% real life. Nothing is produced. And I would just not have so many facets to this. Right. Anyway, back back to just the too, episode. It's just too much. Like it really is just too much. I know. Um, 
I thought it was really funny when we go to the pool party and Schwartz brings another plant to James and Allie. This is like the third plant. He's obsessed with plants. And then I thought this something about her pool float was so cute. Um, They're just having fun, hanging out. We already kind of talked about some of the stuff that happens with conversations with them. Ariana and Sheena. We flip to Sandoval and Billy Lee going to a... (laughs) Boring. This is what just annoyed me about this. They go to a cold plunge place to handle his emotions like... It just as some sort of therapy. But but I'm just like, are we setting this up that this is supposed to be helpful to him? Because it's not. Going into a cold plunge. And literally, like, just stick your head in an ice water or whatever. Like, that was just so dumb to me. Like, that made me so mad. Go to therapy. Don't go to a stupid cold plunge. Because he's not ready to not be this crazy broken villain. No, he wants to be dramatic and dunk his head under the ice cold water for like 30 seconds and flip his hair up. Like that was just so annoying to me. And that yeah, that whole thing was stupid. And then later on when Billy Lee's like, "Well, are you thinking about dating?" Literally 3 after he said, "It's been 3 weeks since I didn't have conversations with Raquel who I love." You're going to seriously ask him if he's ready to date? No, like get so out like of here, Billy Lee. I am so but also I'm just like so tired of her. I don't want to see her on our screens anymore. Go away. You don't belong in this realm anymore. Anyway, going back to like the nice pool party, um, Schwartz and Lala had. Oh wait, before that, Lala asks Allie if he sh- if she can talk about talk to James about why he got sober. I thought that they kind of set that up a little bit to include the like abuse allegations. I know. I I felt like that too, and I was actually like a little bit. Well, and here's the thing too. Maybe because I was kind of thinking too. I'm like maybe he like through something mm-hmm. and didn't necessarily like beat her but i don't know i i don't know what's gonna happen with that i don't even know what to think to be I honest don't i didn't i just didn't really like how that was i mean obviously that was totally set and up that I, conversation i was like a little annoyed with lot like stop inserting yourself into everyone's sobriety unless right. something major is happening or they know. come to you right instead of like mm. and it almost felt like Lala knew something that like the viewers mm-hmm. didn't and it's like I don't know I, yeah I, I felt like that too about the abuse thing I'm like okay so something did happen right and, and then just how probably happened with the I don't know just how they had Allie be like well you know I'm not gonna speak on that right it's like who told you to say that I know I felt <laughs> like a little bit alarming I don't but know also just gonna... totally like just set up like stage like right. I don't know if that was genuine either because I, like I just don't know I know I'm, I don't know what to think I'm about that I'm just gonna that. wait this one I know. out <laughs> I don't, don't even want to comment an on, opinion on yeah. it yet so then uh, Lala also has the moment where she is apologizing to Schwartz and having a heart to heart I thought this was nice but I'm honestly getting so frustrated like I know that I... Lala is going through a Time of change, and I appreciate her reflection, but it's just like, it is so, this is like what I said before with like, how long can a friend 
continue to be a friend like how many times can you have somebody yell at you and scream at you I and know. go so in on you so meanly and then turn around and be like you know i'm sorry for what i said i felt <laughs> like this conversation was very like i don't even know what the word would be for almost like pr-ish mm. like it felt really disingenuine because it's kind of like, well, see, like we're growing a maturing, even mm-hmm. though just two months ago we went in so Eat hard. Each other's faces off. Literally. And like, oh, we're not like Ariana and Tom yeah. or Sandoval because they're just so we negative. We can talk this yeah. out. Yeah. And it's like, mm, no. And it was really kind of like, I just wanted to be like, I wish we could have seen you talk that way to Katie Schwartz. And right. it did bring back, made me think of when... Ariana and Katie weren't getting along. I think it was around the time of their wedding. <clears throat> time of Katie's wedding. And he was so like, no, you suck, Katie, Ariana. Mm-hmm. And Katie made the comment. She's like, well, maybe if I was really skinny and blonde, you would maybe my thoughts and my feelings would matter. And then it, when I'm like looking at Lala, I'm like, and he's like, you're gorgeous. Yeah, you're one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen I know. in my life. I'm like, oh, she's skinny and blonde. Yeah. So you're listening okay. to her. Like, I just, I thought I was getting like so annoyed by that. I was like, dude. That is enough. annoying. And like for, like, I just am very polarized by Lala. But mm-hmm. Lala kind of making these comments about Ariana, like being kind of like petty and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when I listened to Lala's book and there was a time her and Randall broke up or like we're fighting. She shoved her toothbrush up her butthole, threw his clothes out the balcony window at a hotel, like just totally like I can't even like for that person to sit there and call someone out. She's called Rachel dumb for five seasons yeah, she told in multiple a, ways she literally she told a trans woman that she was not exciting to look at she headbutted Kristen Doty she's it's commented like, on people's weight it's like it's there's so much I kind of I think she has some kind of like personality disorder. I mean it's some of it so is flip I think it's just well, she only care like she can only give sympathy or care if it personally affects yeah. her. I did like what she said in the confessional where she's like, I have to stop wearing my trauma like a bag a badge of honor. I mean, I do like there's this is why I feel so conflicted with her because on one hand I can totally see. I see it especially from like a mental health standpoint. I see how these things have affected her, how right. she has put guards up and this these have been coping but mechanisms. But it's like if, why is she the only one that's allowed to act like that? I agree. It's almost it's is. like I can see it but it doesn't excuse her behaviors right. and it makes it really infuriating when like, you know, in this one day prior, you're yelling at Schwartz about whatever. And then all of a sudden, the next day, you're like, I'd like to apologize. I really wasn't thinking. And, you know, last year when we had that screaming match in that busy restaurant, I was not considering what you were going through. And it's just like we've heard this even in recent months with her so many times her backtracking about how she talked about Sandoval backtracking about how she talked about Rachel it's like it's just I get whiplash with it and it's like you know 
if you are truly growing and making steps, I know. Well, I'm I, not fully seeing it right. in the or moment. Or I'm going to have to see it longer than right. just you randomly kind of being. Well, and then it's like, just, it's just the, the her profiting off of the skin of all two, but yeah. then she's mad at Ariana for profiting off of it. Yeah. And then when she, I saw that clip too, where she's like, you know, I you I wouldn't have a leg to stand on if I went back to the house with Randall after oh, I told ridiculous. you. ridiculous. I'm like, what are you talking about? You didn't own anything. Well, I shouldn't say didn't own anything with Randall, but that she wasn't that house. your house. Yeah. Ariana's 50% owns that mm-hmm. house. It's not. She can't just walk away from it, Lala. Like, you yeah. can't just walk away from a house you're on the freaking mortgage on. It was just. I know. So and again, it's like you're saying you're not going to wear your whatever trauma is a badge of honor. And then, a cu- you know, whenever they film the after show, you're going in oh, on yeah. her again in your aggressive way. You told James to suck a D. Yeah. It's like and to think F that was off. Appropriate yeah. And then literally response? we obviously don't know like when the sequence of how the after right. show was filmed, but that happened going in on James and then like the next scene they're like all laughing together about something as if like oh well that's just Lala we gotta move on I know it's like it's like no that's exhausting yes that's exactly what it like as a viewer it's exhausting so I can't imagine what it feels like as a friend right and to have like the constant blowing up Mm -hmm. so I thought it was like I believe it I liked (laughs) I liked the conversation that they were having but I didn't like like how we got there. Like, why couldn't right. you have just had that conversation without all the explosions? And right. The- it's just like we actually I should probably make myself look good this season. Yeah. Like, that's like, exactly what it feels like. She it feels like she is on a little PR turnaround here. So I, I have to be softer. Like she's it's kind of relating to what we talked about at the top of this episode with like the baddie and like, well, that's not really serving her anymore. The anger, the aggression should be softer. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. And with the short stuff, I agree with, with him. It's like, I, I, I feel like it's a little, I feel a little bit more of a genuine feeling with like his, growth versus Lala because I'm continuously seeing her repeat this like these bursts of major aggression with people and I just feel like with Schwartz he does it in a different way that it's almost like you you replace stuff and you're like wait but that was underhanded wait that was a hurtful comment right wait, like you know yeah, with, I guess with like Schwartz he's not like screaming at the top of right. his lungs but he's definitely I mean even in that fight with Lala I thought she apologized too much I thought he was way more in the wrong in that fight oh I thought he was too so it's like <laughs> yeah that know. was and I and honestly I, I kind of forgot about that fight I mean just because it was the least of our worries after what happened later. yeah I just don't like the way he speaks to women sometimes. yeah I agree. I think it's just full on immaturity. I don't know. Um, what else is saying? Oh, Tom made a total martyrdom comment to Billy Lee about how he's saving himself for Rachel, which was just dumb. I don't even want to talk about that because it's so stupid. We already talked about how Ariana talked to Sheena in the pool. We went through that. Um, and then they had the funny part where the grill was like, 
catching on fire and James was like chugging a CBD drink or whatever while um, Lala and Allie are having a conversation about about it. Yeah. So then we go to um, James over at Lala's and they're talking about he gets into why he stopped drinking, but he doesn't like fully go into it. But basically it was just he and Allie were fighting a lot because of a lot of the stuff surrounding Scandival. They were drinking, both drinking at that time. And then, you know, things kind of just got to be too much and she left and he was kind of left in the ruins and was like wow this feels horrible like is this going to be my life Mm -hmm. so so yeah it just seemed like there's a little bit more to the story there um but for me right now regardless of what it is i know i'm kind of like on hold right now yeah he just if anything else comes out, you know, we might change what we're saying, but he seems to be on a good path now right? with his sobriety. And I think that's great for right. him. Um, And then we have this annoying scene with Schwartz and Joe, and he kind of admits to some sort of romance, which we basically already knew that happened, even though he denied it. I was so disgusted of how she was just cutting his hair and it's going all over the floor. And no, then no, Sandoval no. comes in the door. And I literally, I heard um, Riley from Turtle Time say this too, but I thought it was going to be Katie that walked in. Oh, like I thought it was going to be Katie, but it was Sandoval. And then they're like, oh, what's, is this your pubes on the floor? And then Joe's like, oh, let me just sweep this up and put... Did you not throw it away? It sounded like she just pushed it over in the corner. Like, I'm so disgusted by that. I don't know that. I did not want to. It was just gross. It was so (laughs) gross. We'll (laughs) see. And then um, he goes and tries to, like, invite Sandoval to Tahoe. Again, he's trying to, like, tone him down with how immediately Sandoval is triggered and kind of gets aggressive and defensive. And then... Um, Showing his true colors. <laughs> yep. And then this is where I wrote the note. Is he in therapy? Because no. it doesn't seem like it. He claims he is, but... He definitely is not. And then um, I thought it was kind of funny, too. Like, through that whole conversation, Joe kept trying to, like, put in her two cents. Like, at one point when they said something about, like, oh... Schwartz was recounting his conversation with Lala and she's like I love that and like they just completely kept talking over her and they like tried she tried to say stuff like another time or two and they just completely ignored it I don't want to hear from her I'm sorry like do you I don't it's weird when they bring in these people that we hear about and then you like see them and you're like I don't understand yeah Yeah. like I just don't understand the appeal of like these other people in their lives she seems this is a little judgmental but she seems like almost a more annoying female version of Schwartz yeah like yeah, I could see that. Maybe if like a Schwartz was a woman, that this would be the version of Schwartz. Yeah. And it, it was just like the stupid way that they kept like saying words that were just like it just childish felt like, and dumb. Yeah, it just like, felt like <laughs> we're just felt trying like to be cartoon, funny. Like, yeah. 
that's just so funny when it's just not it's dumb and if one person is doing that if schwartz is doing that i can look past but now when i have two people doing it together i want to rip my ears off no and then Brock and Sheena are going out again on a double date with James and Allie. Uh, Sheena's still going through her issues with just feeling comfortable with leaving Summer Moon at home with a sitter. So they bring that, what's that girl's name again? Tori. Tori. They bring her in, but that was not enough. We also needed to bring in Sheena's sister, Courtney, because mom was not available. And then, I don't know, I didn't really have a lot of highlights from the dinner. It was basically just talking about kind of easing up on Sandoval and how's Tahoe going to go. And James Mm -hmm. was very quiet over in the corner because I don't think he agrees with. I know. I feel like he's actually kind of restraining himself Mm -hmm. on that. Not like the Bushpeen part or like if he's not if he doesn't have Sandoval straight in front of him I think he's like he's not saying too much right. yeah which honestly I think that might be a good move all in I know, all I think it, you know I know I kind of it yeah I think it's a good move especially too. when he's in a situation where it's like he knows Brock Sheena and Ali aren't necessarily going to quote unquote be on his side right it's like well i'm better to just not say anything at all Mm -hmm. um and then i was shocked by this ending i don't know why it was so dumb i should have seen this coming with i didn't see the dog thing coming either i i guess i don't know when it was coming i had it in my head that it was happening in tahoe and like she comes out and has Graham and it's like this beautiful moment and such a surprise I don't know know, why I I saw that at first when I saw this scene I was like a little bit irritated because I feel like she really blindsided him oh she 100% did I think I just feel like that was like I get why they did it on camera but I felt like that has such a deeper Mm. emotional meaning that I felt really like I didn't at first, I didn't like it, but it. W- I know, like when I took a step back, I'm like, I think he was really happy that it all happened, but it was yeah. just such a vulnerable moment oh, that I was. wish wasn't on camera. Well, I don't think that James isn't necessarily one that is crying and showing a ton of emotion. Well, I think he kind of does, but... Like, I just don't feel like... He this that's was, not something that he is like all putting himself fully in situation like or I guess what I'm meaning to say more is like he's prepared more for those moments. Yeah, I he wasn't prepared no, for this I, one. And I kind of didn't like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it made it more real. It did. But, but it just felt it was just so, like he had no idea that this had even happened no. to the dog and for the dog to be just like there i just i mean overall uh, i thought it was still a happy thing because they're reunited right and he was obviously very happy i think if he could have produced that himself he would have done it in a different way for sure but you know now he has hippie 
and is super happy. And they don't say the GC word anymore, he no. said. Yeah. Um, Grum cracker. <laughs> but it was really cute. And even on the after show, he's like, I 100% did not see this coming. Like, I was so thrown off. And, like, he's, like, a different dog now. I know. I guess, like, I'm just, like, trying to think of, like, if I didn't have my dog anymore, like, it went missing and then somebody brought it back. Like, that would be the most vulnerable (laughs) moment ever to happen. I just feel like that'd be horrible to have it, like, on camera like that. I guess, I mean, they've also all been through a lot of horrible moments on camera too that maybe they weren't prepared for so I guess like I don't know they're a little bit more used to stuff like that but also being this season 11 it's like they're probably not expecting those types of things to happen because they're more seasoned and like they do kind of talk about what scenes are going to be like he literally said I thought we were going to talk about Sandoval right. I didn't know we were doing this so I don't know I mean I get like does it fully matter to him at this point that that played out on camera I don't know but it was cute that he has little grand, little sorry hippie back and then um on the after show ariana i don't know if this is again taken out of context but she was like making kind of a snide comment about the dog and she's like well i've seen like a lot of points of aggression with the dog in the past and you know i mean like i wouldn't take something away from the dog or take food or anything away because of growling and whatnot and i just I think her experience with with Graham, previously Graham, was with Rachel slash Raquel at the time. And, you know, maybe things were different then. I don't know how often she's around the dog now, if those things are still happening. But, like, from what we are seeing, and obviously they can choose to put whatever they want on social media, it doesn't seem like... The dog is that way anymore. And Allie even said on that interview with Sheena that like she was genuinely worried about how he was going to react with like their cat and stuff. And even on the preview for next week, we see that there's some tension and concern there. But obviously they've moved past that because they still have Mr. Banks and Hippie. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um Oh, the one thing I wanted to say from Watch What Happens Live, Schwartz was on last night. Yeah, I watched it. Oh, you did? Mm -hmm. I thought Jenna Dewan looked amazing. I know. She's a pretty gal. Did we know she was pregnant? Mm -hmm. Or I did because I would kind of creep on her a little bit. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember if like that was announced. It was. Okay. Okay. It just, I guess I hadn't seen her and she had like a full belly Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh. Um. But when he said that he had talked to Rachel before filming, I'm like, well, that's something we didn't know. That's what's like, I don't know. It's just kind of annoying when like these little tidbits keep like coming out and coming out and coming out. You're like, what is the story? But he also didn't really explain that. Like, was it a voicemail? Was it a text? Was it a voice message? I guess to me it sounded like he just like, through a text out or I, that's something. what it sounded like to me too he <laughs> didn't really right. say he got a response <laughs> right um 
yeah, next week looks like it'll be another good episode. It seems like um, Brock and Sheena mm, are going to get into yeah, it. That's going to be kind of highly about Brock. Brock. I know he's not looking good, especially this with the domestic violence charge In from the like past. the past and like just you everything know, with his kids. <laughs> no, it's definitely. I can. If we didn't have all that with his past, I. I could see more of where he's coming from with this frustration. I know. Like, yeah, I could definitely see. And Sheena is like we were talking about, too. She is just a very emotional person mm-hmm. and needs a lot of emotional support mm-hmm. constantly. And if I mean, just from the clips, it sounds like there's like the moms maybe a little bit too involved yeah. with that. And I could definitely see as a partner that would be difficult. But. I don't know, we'll he's see. He's just not. He uh, doesn't sound like that <laughs> sensitive about no. it. And I don't know if he's fed up or what. And like, just like even the like, the previous daughter is winter and this one's summer. I don't know. It's just all kind of like. It's a little I don't know what to think. I, know. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like he should have maybe been like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not. You know what? Summer. But well, yeah, I think. I don't know. Whose it's idea just a little weird. It? I know. Like, it's a little bit of a weird. Um... Like, I think somebody said, like, winter. What is it? Winter sun. And this is summer moon. I think they were, like, oh. being facetious oh. about the like, name. Oh, the, but it's oh gosh. Just, like, it wouldn't surprise me if it was. <laughs> Literally. Winter sun. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Do I want to breeze through Beverly Hills? I mean, just yeah, another. I about that. It sounds like the reunion. They, I know that might be even good. Yeah, I know it, but you know these episodes are just kind of. I half-heartedly watch. I don't know why. It's like I think it's nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like what we. I just don't know. Like they're not gelling. This cast. No, is and not it's like gelling. I don't feel con. It's like I like Kyle, but it's like I don't really feel connected with any of them either. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I this season I think started off strong for me, and now I've just kind of lost, you know, in full Sut- interest. And I hate to be like this too, but Sutton about drives me nuts. Like oh, I've been fast forwarding. I just can't. It's too. I know. I can't. I'm not into that right now. I know. Um. So Erica has a little therapy session, and now she's saying that Tom was encouraging of her with her career, which, which before like, she did not I know. say. Well, it's like she said it, and then, then they got the divorce. Well, he was awful, and now mm-hmm. I'm saying, no. And actually, now, it wasn't that bad. And now mm. we play back to that point. I could pull it up in the previous episode where we talked about that moment where we distinctly remembered her talking about getting Roxy Hart and holding his hand across mm-hmm. the table with tears in her eyes saying how amazing. supportive and amazing yeah. he was and thankful she was for him so it was just like you were very easy to forget about that I know um, And I, but I do see like the theme of this episode I wrote was them talking about changes in their relationships. So she's talking about how life can be kind of scary, even without like the legal stuff. But in general, without him, he was the full provider right. and a security for her. Um, and then Kyle talks to Sutton, right? About they're on the horse thing. And then Kyle talks about feeling independent kind of for the first time in her relationship with Mauricio, 
which I can definitely understand where she's coming from there. They did get together quite young. But at the same time, I'm like, well, when you guys got together, you already had been in a relationship and had a child. So and you were very young. So it's like you guys almost didn't really get a chance to just be a young couple. Right. Which it, is kind of what we talked about earlier. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, sometimes that, that, like, once the kid, especially when you do have kids, they just, especially when they're little, consume so much of your energy and time that, like, once, you know, I could definitely see where you'd, like, lose each other in Mm -hmm. the mix. And then when they're gone, it's like, oh, no, what What do we we have now? Yeah. And then they did have their other two children pretty quickly. And then they had the break and then had Portia. So like it really was kind of they've only had been in a house with kids. Yeah, the whole time basically. Um oh, I thought again that the scene with Garcelle and her sons I just I'm I don't know if this is for the cameras but it's just like we keep seeing this blatant disrespect from her son Jax yeah. and I don't know if I'm just kind of like you know a little like annoyed by teenagers acting like that or like like i don't know is it trying to be like that cool funny yeah. like, kid thing we do like maybe he'd look back on this in two years and be like cringe i know his... like i'm cringe but it is it, like it is because it's not cringy it's not just being like oh mom you're so annoying it's you're a bad parent and you need to look at what you're doing differently and, like, and oh, i need I'm to sorry. see some changes i'm staring at you and you're giant mansion like is it that bad i don't know i know it's just no perspective and it's like 2023 and like just such a like i feel like my as a teenager i would have never thought i could take like an uber to my friends i literally and i was was like i was listening to a podcast like earlier this week and they were talking about uber teen yeah i literally have that now what did i see that on i can't even remember but i saw that too i was like where you can like track the car i'm like i don't know that's a little yeah i mean i guess it's that would never happen where we live right? right but maybe if Maybe if we did live in the L.A. area, I that would be more accepted. I just can't imagine my parent, like, giving me money for an Uber. Like, no, I'm driving you there. But, <laughs> or I mean, you're not think going. about it. Like, if a city kid in New York, like, they take the subways themselves. Yeah. I I still feel weird about the Uber. I'm not even going to. No. Well, it just, it kind of feels like a rich kid. Oh, it is thing. 100% because, you know, that's not even going to be cheap. They're still going to surge. You can just get put your credit card on there and let your kid go to town. Yeah, yeah I don't. Anyway, that does, that was a, a little aside. But um, OK, did you now we go to Mauricio and Kyle talking? Did you find what Mauricio was saying to Kyle about? therapy and their relationship and everything did you feel like kyle was not being heard in that moment yeah i'm trying to think of was that when they were sitting at the bar the bar okay no i don't i think marisa like the whole time i was like oh kyle's really checked out marisa's really checked out okay because i felt kind of that same way i feel like he probably is just like always like that well, and we just didn't see it before i know i i think that from what we were seeing in that moment like it seemed like mauricio was 
sharing his perspective. And I think it was relating to what Kyle was saying. But Kyle is already being, she's checked out of the marriage and is being emotionally fulfilled in a different way by Morgan. And so I feel like anything that Mauricio is saying is just like, that's not enough. Right. You know? And I think it's totally fine that Kyle wants to live her independent life. But I also think that like, Mauricio seems to think that's okay too. Like she was like, I'm not going to wait at home and go shopping all day while you're out. And he's like, well, I don't want you to do that. Right. So it just feels like they're not. I think it seems like she's like begging for him to be like, this isn't working anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like just like care. And he's like, no, I'm like pretty okay with you. And then just hang out and do what you want. Like, yeah. I'm okay with that type of marriage. And she's like, no, I want more. Right. And like, just trying to get him to say that. And it's like, no, he like, I think he thinks that'd be a pretty good setup. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I don't know. I think they both could benefit from it, honestly. Like, right. they both kind of do, which it seems like they're doing that now anyway, where they're like, if they're officially separated or whatever, they're still doing family stuff together. Right. I guess I don't, I guess it's I don't really know how different. that's different from right. how they were living anyway. Right. Um, And then Sutton brings grapefruit juice on her date. I'm sorry. I just feel like that's, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to be like alcoholic tendencies but at the same time it's like if you're bringing your own mixer everywhere you go and then she brings a roadie to Anne marie's party and shows up tipsy Mm -hmm. come on girl we already talked about that we don't need to talk about it anymore like five episodes we talked about that um i don't find trying on diamonds to be fun at Anne marie's party if unless i'm going to gifted them or buying them i don't really want to wear Rich them. people parties <laughs> yeah like that d- does nothing for me and then we have this silly and marie and crystal feud that is basically meaningless and a waste of time to talk about in my opinion <laughs> boring <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i guess i think Tonight, because we're recording on Wednesday, is the finale. Yeah, I think I saw that too. And then they're filming, they just filmed the reunion. Yep. So, you know, we'll see if the finale's good and then um, hopefully things amp up a little bit in the reunion. But I just um, have been really bored with this for the past like three to four episodes and I don't really have anything else to say about it. No, boring. Okay. (laughs) Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Recommendations. I am just gonna do a really random recommendation, but Amanda Seyfried. Just her Seyfried, in general. Her Instagram. Oh. She has the cute. Like I feel like she does Instagram so well, especially on her stories, where you get just like a little bit of cute kind of like she has like farm animals, mm. and she like posts them, and then her dog, of course, and then. She'll like post her kids a little bit or like little like projects they're working on. Mm-hmm. Just like it's super wholesome. And if you just want to look at some cute little wholesome. And then sometimes you'll get like a picture of her, or like a video of her doing cute. stuff. She's just cute. But her handle is Minji. Yeah, I don't know why. Minji, Minji. Why is that? I know. I wonder if that's like a nickname. Inside or maybe it's joke. like actually supposed to be like spread apart a little like. 
I don't know how I'd have to look at it longer, but <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I haven't looked at her. Like, I see that she'll put stories up, but I don't think I've ever She'll just do, like, it. a little little something here and there. Yeah, sometimes I forget about her. I know. I think she's so cute. Oh, she's so pretty. I know. Nikki Reed has good, like, content on her. And stuff, and she's, like, selling things. But mm-hmm. she has, like, I don't know where her and Ian live. But they're, like, look like they're, like, out west on this beautiful, like, ranch. Like They would be living that way. I know. Like, this is beautiful. Um, to, just because you brought up, like, the selling things and the sponsorship. Like, I just get so, every time I see those posts or the stories, I'm just like, click, 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 click. I like, know, I it's don't like care. too much. Yes. Too, like, and I like Hailey Bieber's thing, but that's all it is. And I get, like, that's your business, you're promoting it, blah, blah, blah. But some, when it's, like, those rando ads, like, buy this tea or whatever, yeah. it's like, come on. It's like, there's just no personality Especially in Instagram when like, anymore. when they're, like... Hey guys, I wanted to tell you about this new supplement I've been trying yeah. and you're going to love it. Like I have seen so many changes. I know, it's like, I'm like, mm, don't care. Like with Haley Bieber or somebody else who has their own company, I it makes cut sense. some slack right. there, even though it does get a little annoying sometimes. But with the full on sponsored stuff, I'm just like, Ugh. enough. Like, I know I, it's so boring. Like I want to see, like I want your daily vlog on your yeah. Instagram story. Like, I'm so sick of the impersonal stuff. I'm nosy and I want to know. I know. And I, I know that you, this is a job for you too, but I like it better. Like if Amanda Hirsch will like post something and she'll just be like, hey guys, like this is the, or she won't even, it won't even be in video. It'll just be the picture. And then she'll be like, a lot of you have been asking about the hoodie I'm wearing. It's from this brand and she'll right. link it. And it's like, okay, maybe maybe nobody asked. Right, and this is. literally was good. a sponsor for right. me. But like that to me is more genuine. And literally, I bought a pair of boots from her Insta right. story the one time. And she's like, the boots I have are on sale right now, guys. Like they're I know she she's good at content too. Like she gives you that stuff she gives you recommendations she yeah. gives you other people's recommendations she gives you shows recommendation mm-hmm. and a little bit of personal life stuff like if she's out to dinner like yeah i she's like good at it so there's sometimes i click through when she does the blatant right you know unboxings and whatever i don't care about that but yeah overall i think she's pretty good um i'm going to recommend i ate a salad from bb bop before i got before we started recording, and I don't think I've ever been there before, but I really wanted a salad when I just got done with my spin class and needed dinner. And it was really good. Like I just got just the salad base with chicken and some veggies and beans in there. And then I got their sesame ginger like sauce delectable yeah i got at work that everybody ordered something i can't remember what i got but i was like this is really good (laughs) and then i never think to go there but i would definitely love to go back but yeah it was really good whatever i got i just remember being like damn (laughs) i'm enjoying this a lot i wasn't expecting this i know i and it's so close there like that new one that opened up and but i same like i never went in there even though it's so attainable but 
yeah, it was good. And it actually was kind of cute in there. Like I wouldn't just sit and eat in there by myself, but it was kind of cute. They had like little booths that were like fully secluded. So it felt private. Mm -hmm. It was kind of cute. But anyway, it's just a little something fresh, especially since we're coming into some spring weather. A nice salad <laughs> is always good. And it's always tastes better when someone else prepares it. I know. I don't know. Even with like smoothies and stuff, it's like, how did they just make it taste better? I know. Like, what is the secret? I know. Like, I could do it a hundred times by myself at home and it wouldn't be the same. Or even when I get those like salads from Costco, I'm mm. like, if I bought all these ingredients, it would not, <laughs> would it? it just wouldn't. I know. I, it would be so bland. Yes. It's I, like, I just can't, I don't know what they do, but it's magical. Do. I know. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, as we Four hours later. <laughs> It was a triggering episode, though. It's at like two eighteen. That's it. Oh yeah. my gosh, I thought it was like four hours. <laughs> like it's like two in the morning. <laughs> it, well, we did have a lot to discuss. No, so it's just a triggering episode. I hope that when people listen, if they listen to our full episodes, that like they end the episode and feel fulfilled. I mean. I feel like when we're talking about stuff that we're making sense and <laughs> that we have a good train of thought and we're making good, you know, comments about stuff. But I don't know. But we must not be. Because so. no one gives us reviews <laughs> <laughs> or leaves comments. Right. Um but yeah, let us know, please. Remember if you wanna rate us one star. Maybe keep that to yourself and you don't have to listen to us anymore. But for the people that at least we aren't on the bad level yet where we have like a full Reddit. <laughs> I don't know. Thing. I'm not on Reddit. <laughs> I'm assuming not. There's a lot of people that have bad Reddit. That's so. true. Uh, if we do have one and you want to let us know, you can yeah. send us the link. Curious. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we do appreciate you, even if sometimes some of you maybe don't like us. That's okay. Um, we still like you. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>